أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فاعلم أنه لا إله إلا هو استغفر لذنبك وللمؤمنين وللمؤمنين والمؤمنات والله يعلم متقلبكم ومثواكم سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت استغفرك وأتوب إليك السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته and a very warm welcome back to this series that we do here on the Sam Martin Bell YouTube channel the Quran with Sam series in this particular series we're doing a walkthrough of the whole of the Surah of Muhammad so with this ayah we're actually exactly halfway through so congratulations all of you guys are still here um, you know, when we go through programs like this, there's always students who drop off and things like that. So those of you guys who are still here, then uh, may Allah bless you guys, may Allah reward you guys for your hard work. So um, before we actually get into the word-for-word nitty-gritty of the ayah, there's a few things just to mention. Number one, you can get bonus resources for this whole series where we have vocab lists, um, the actual ayah written up with a translation, and then some grammar breakdown as well at sammartinburr.com forward slash free stuff. There's, you know, bonus resources available there for free. Um, then the next thing is um, arabicin60steps.com if you want to enroll on my um, flagship Arabic language program. And something really cool actually at the moment that we have going on is a promotion for the month of Ramadan. Um, we're doing a 30-day Arabic language challenge um, for the whole of the month of Ramadan, obviously the whole 30 days. And there'll actually be an exam at the end, so students will kind of get to prove what they've learned throughout the whole month. And we're just going over a new area every single day for the whole of Ramadan. There'll be a little discussion underneath, and, you know, there's lots of benefits to joining the program before the month of Ramadan. That's a really good way to kind of kickstart your, um, your, your serious Arabic language study. So uh, let's get into it, inshallah. So how does this area begin? This area begins with Fa'lam. Fa'lam. There's a fa once again. I mean, our previous ayah actually began with fa as well. It began with a um, sort of a, a so. Or I mean, fa sometimes it does it. We don't actually need to translate it sometimes into English because it's just one of Arabic's ways of of starting a new sentence. Sometimes you have words like this, like I mean, the, the word hell as well. Actually, in the previous ayah that we talked about at the beginning. Like, Arabic has some of these words as a replacement for punctuation, because Arabic originally, like in the Qur'an, there's no punctuation, there's no question marks or exclamation marks or commas or full stops, so, or even capital letters. So sometimes Arabic will have words that take the place of those things instead of punctuation. So, hell is a little bit like just putting a question mark on the end, and, um, and fair, in some cases, just a bit like putting a capital letter at the beginning of a sentence to tell you it's a new topic. But what we have here is fa'lam. So no, so no. I'lam, I'lam is the imperative of no, I'lam, but this, this, this I at the beginning is not with a hamzat qata'a, you don't need to say I'lam, um, it, will, it will carry the vowel that comes before it, and in this case with fa, there's a fatha on top of that fa, so we have fa'lam, so no. So no what? No annahu, that he is la ilaha illallah, that he is, there is no ilah, other than Allah. There is nothing worthy of worship except Allah. Um, yeah, in terms of definition, like when Allah says, La ilaha illallah, this is like saying, La ma'abuda. There is nothing, there is nothing worshipable, right? There's no deity. Um, and then in terms of grammar, this is what we call La annafiya lil jins. It's a no of absolute negation. Where we have La ilaha, there is no deity. And we can use that same kind of structure for other things in Arabic. We can say things like, La shakka. You notice with the word shek, which means a doubt, we say la shakka, there is no doubt. La shakka and la ilaha illallah. There is no doubt that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. 
Um, yeah, la shakka, there is no doubt. La ilaha, there is no deity. Um, you know, um, la darura, maybe. Like, there is no necessity for something. You know, you can use that la anafiyalijins for saying there is no something. La shay'a, there is nothing. You know, so it's a very useful little structure, actually, in Arabic. So there is nothing worthy of worship. Illallah, except Allah, except the one Allah. Good. Um, and and he and 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 seek forgiveness. And seek forgiveness. This is with a sukun on the end. This is an imperative again. Excuse me, there's some noise outside. Just excuse that. Hopefully that'll pass. Um, maybe you can't even hear it. Hopefully you can't even hear it. Um, okay, so this is staghfir with a sukun on the end. This is an imperative again. It's saying and seek forgiveness. For what? لذنبك. For your ذنب, for your sins. Good. وللمؤمنين. And seek forgiveness for the mu'mineen. Seek forgiveness for the believers. وللمؤمنات. And for the believing women. Right? Allah distinguishes between the believing men and the believing women in this particular area. Good. Wallahu and Allah, he does what? Ya'lamu, he knows. Mutaqallabakum wa mathwakum. He knows your mutaqallab. Mutaqallabakum. It means your movements, really. It means the, the things that you do, your activities and stuff. I mean, it's it's actual root letters. Uh, there are many words, actually, that we're familiar with, um, you know, that come from these same root letters. I mean, um, the word qalb itself, your your heart. Qalb is um, often this, this root... This root letter is to do with flipping something. Allah tends to use the word qalb to mean a heart in reference to the heart's being turned or the heart's being firmed on something, right? Um, yeah, you tend to use qalb for that. There's another word for, for, for heart, in, which is used in the Qur'an, the term fu'ad. Um, yeah, but that, that isn't usually used in terms of flipping something. It's to do with um, you know other things, which we can get into in another video if needs be. But... Um, yeah, Allah knows your mutaqallab, sorry, so I'll carry on. So the mutaqallab is really just your movements, like how, how you change and what you do. Allah knows those things about you. But then, yeah, there's, there's lots of other words that are useful. Like even um, our Palestinian brothers and sisters, um, the dish that they have there, ma'lube, it's called ma'lube because, um, oh, sorry, they pronounce it ma'lube because they change a qaf into a hamza um, a lot of the time anyway. Um, so ma'lub is literally the flipped that because the way they make it is they have the dish and they flip it over. Um, yeah, that's um, that's why it's called metlube. And the eh sound on the end is a tetmabota. Um, our shami brothers and sisters, they love an eh sound. They love the sound of kasra. Um, whenever they can creep a kasra sound at the beginning of a word or at the end, they always will. So <laughs> tetmabotas often become like an eh sound. Metlube, rather than, I suppose in Fusha we'd say maqlubetun. But um, yeah, our Palestinian brothers and sisters, they know metlube. There's a, you know, the, the term an inqilab as well is like a, um, is it like a coup? Um, the inqilab, if you're trying to flip the government in some way, an in, inqilab. In, in I think the term inqilab means something in Urdu as well. Um, like a, I'm not entirely sure. Maybe our Pakistani brothers and sisters and our Indian brothers and sisters can correct me. But anyway, so Allah knows your mutaqallab. Um, and the kum means the yours. Mutaqallabakum. There's a fatha on that ba. Um, because it's what Allah knows. It's a maf'ul bihi. It's an object of ya'lamu. He knows your mutaqallab. And he knows your mathwa. Mathwaakum. The, the term mathwa, although you wouldn't necessarily know it um, just from reading this. The term mathwa on its own is written with an alif maqsura on the end. But it comes an alif, a, a tall alif, 
when you have a, um, a pronoun on the end, which is why it's uh, written like that there, methwerkum. A methwer is a resting place, right? So Allah is telling us that he knows, he knows what you do and he knows where you're going. That's the, that, that's the meaning of this. So as always, let me read through an actual official translation of it, inshallah. So, um, so I can give you something, something official and we can have, um, we can have a scholar to, uh, to reference. So um, what is Abdul Halim's translation of this? He says, so prophet, um, so a prophet, okay, as in addressing the prophets, right? It's a command to the prophet, according to this translation. Bear in mind that there is no God but God and ask forgiveness for your sins and the sins of the believing men and the believing women. God knows whenever any of you move and when and whenever any of you stay still so um yeah the, the, he translates the term methware as being a place where you rest that the term methware i believe is actually used previously in this very same sorta to mean like your resting place like where you're going to end up whether that be whether that be whether that be jannah or it be jahannam allah knows your methware he, he, he knows the resting place Good, so that's everything for this particular ayah. As I say, this is halfway through uh, the whole surah. I believe it's 38 ayat, and this is the 19th um, ayah. So if my math is correct, then we're about halfway through. Excellent, so I'll see you guys in the next one, inshallah. Um, the next one is the last one that we'll do before the month of Ramadan. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing in the month of Ramadan. I, I may go quite TikTok heavy because that kind of content is a bit easier for me to create when I'm fasting and stuff. Um, so, so maybe we'll go a bit more TikTok heavy. If any of you guys are on that platform, don't spend too long on that platform would be my advice, but follow me on it. And, um, yeah, if you want to keep in touch with me, maybe I'll be a bit, a bit more active over there, but we'll, we'll see about that inshallah, what we're doing in the month of Ramadan. But we are, but maybe I'm just busying myself a lot more in the month of Ramadan with our 30 day challenge for the Arabic and 60 step students. So for all of you guys who joined that, then it'll be an absolute pleasure to see you guys in there. And uh, I'll see you next week for perhaps our last episode um, of the Quran with Sam series before Ramadan. And then if, if I, I may continue it in Ramadan, I may wish to. But if not, then we'll just continue in May, inshallah, when we come back. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.